0: Yeah, a podcast showing off its beverages. (laughs) You know... I keep on forgetting this will be also in an audio format so it really won't matter yes folks if you're not watching this at home chris and i are showing off our beverage of the night mm. everybody gets thirsty here,
1: well we're showing brands right oh yeah absolutely because you never know sponsorship could happen it's it's, it's my it's my go-to a little now, bit of Rheingeist.
0: Rheingeist. i would noticed that's out of Cincinnati, Ohio, correct? Absolutely. Rheingeist, Cincinnati, Ohio. Or for our local natives here, Cincy with a Y, Ohio. <laughs> that's right. Some people don't get that. Got to be from around here to understand that. Just like you got to understand Skyline Chili.
1: The so, Cerveza con Limón.
0: Cerveza?
1: Yeah. It's their, it's their take on them. Mexican um, with lime
0: hmm. sounds Kinda like Modelo you're doing vanilla and I'm doing orange Jameson orange mighty tasty my friends by the way you must be 21 and up and to enjoy these beverages whether you're at home or with friends just making sure that if you know of any sponsorship we want to make sure that we you know drink oh, responsibly don't drink and drive kids oh no 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 uh-uh. It's a dumb, one of the dumbest top five things you can do, especially when you've got, you know, something to wash it down with. Yeah. Another.
1: I'd, I'd put it in silver. I think I'd put it three. Top three. By mm.
0: the way, in case you're just now stumbling across this podcast for the very first time, if you didn't check out our first episode, I am Scott Kennard. And of course, the gentleman sitting next to me in his man cave would be Mr. Christopher Webb. It's still the opposite. Yeah, Mr. Christopher Webb. The two of us decided not too long ago, hey, let's do a podcast because Lord knows this world doesn't have enough of them, but we're bored with the rest of them because they're boring. They're just not that talented. They're just not that good at what they do. And even though they've had their professional microphones and their professional surroundings and everything else, Chris and I decided, you know what, we're going to be better than them. So why not? do our own damn podcast. Whether it's here on YouTube, looks like Facebook in the future, and whatever is available out there. I guess that's how you're supposed to say it, right? When you're professional.
1: I mean, Jesus, that's one hell of an intro. I'm never going to top that.
0: Yeah. I just, if you're going to do it, you're going to come in with some balls. <laughs> we talked about that in our last episode. So, of course, balls. if you, if you want to learn about more about your balls... Or our balls go check out episode one so yeah maybe manscape
1: will Manscaped, sponsor us. yeah lord knows if we keep talking about balls enough
0: yeah yeah I'm, i hell they could send me a manscape it may <laughs> help improve my enough said there uh <laughs> so yeah chris actually came up with the title i mentioned it before and i'm going to keep on giving this gentleman credit here meet us in the man cave I mean, what better perfect title than that? I mean, if you've seen this face, this mug, before the guy is actually rambling on way too much, tries to tell, shut up so Chris can talk. Well, you understand that I have a man cave, and as you can pretty much tell, well, Chris, you've got one hell of a man cave there.
1: See, I like the the aspect that it played off of your bar downstairs as well because it's kind of like the man cave idea. It's just where we go to talk,
0: shoot the shit. this time of year should feel really comfortable down in the man caves I can't wait till I do podcast over there yep we've talked about that too in the last episode yeah there we've got we've got some major plans with these podcasts a little refresher horror stuff horror related stuff uh, cars that's more Chris's expertise and uh, we got to really make sure that I'm ready is it July 22nd Ooh. I think it is July 22nd, your next uh, event that's in, in our neck of the woods.
1: Yeah, that I actually be... go to a lot of uh, car shows and cars and coffee. Um, lots of cool stuff there.
0: Coffee. I'm hoping to... that's, where I'll, that's where I'll know my stuff, coffee. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that because I can't wait to take my camera down there and show you guys what Chris's expertise is in other than the latex sitting behind him. And, of course, we will we will get into music. I'm trying to figure out how to do music where we don't get copyright. But, you know, maybe just talk about our experiences with growing up, I think. I don't know. We'll figure that out, I guess. There she is. Oh, there's that. That's his car right there. I mean, he doesn't literally have it physically behind him. <laughs> but, yeah, I asked you, the last podcast, once again, since I'm, I know it's a Honda. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, Here, you tell us. I'm sorry, Chris. I'll, I'll enjoy I,
1: I mean, it's my baby. I don't know what to, what else to, to really say. It's a 2020 Honda Civic Type R. um, Pretty big Honda head, but it's just a lot of fun,
0: you know? How long have you been into cars? I mean, when, when can you think wow. back to, when did it all start for you? 16?
1: 16, I'm 40 now. So I mean, I've had all types of cars: uh, Camaro, Eclipse, um, several Hondas, an EP three Honda, um, an S two thousand. I'm 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 really big on JDM Japanese cars.
0: Okay, I was gonna, I was going to ask, then what does that you know refer mean? So.
1: Uh, Japanese domestic market.
0: I was going to say, yeah, cause Honda seems like it's more made here in Ohio, than, you know, than actually Ford and GM anymore.
1: They are, they have a plant in Anna, Ohio
0: I've been that is
1: there. responsible for some of the most powerful Hondas.
0: I'm willing to guess in Anna, which is further North of us, it's a small little town. I'm willing to bet 94% of the people work at that particular plant. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. doubt it. And this being obviously a white vehicle, is that like, oh, is white always been your personal preference? Or is it just this particular model that said, Hey, this looks sexy and white.
1: Yeah. I love championship white. Okay. And, uh, I really wanted to play into the white mask idea. So that's kind of my thing. That's,
0: that's cool. That's cool. I've never really looked at it that way. Now, do you have any shots of the of just some general shots of the interior of your car? I enjoy the old classic cars, and there's something about the interior because I, I I have this red and black thing has a lot to do with Eddie Van Halen. But uh, I see that red and black, I was like, ooh, I like the interior.
1: <laughs> yeah, red's like their signature color for the for the Type cars
0: have to send me some uh, photos of those again that way i can also add it into this well it'll make sense as we we'll watch it later especially for those people eventually that are gonna really be into our videos because eventually they'll just they're gonna have to find us on patreon eventually which i'll make it simple for it but yeah that's really cool chris i i, I am i've got to admit, I, I think i did mark it in my calendar um of that date and that way i get down there and uh record some videos and stuff and i figured that'd be a really cool thing we could focus on that particular podcast all on that particular day right there i think that'd be pretty cool because i there's gotta absolutely. be a lot of guys like yourself that absolutely love these vehicles you know the 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 more of a niche of the the type of vehicles that you're into i mean like you said ex- if you could explain a little bit about this car oh show. it's
1: oh it's huge um I think I have some aerial videos of it, actually. Oh shit!
0: Well, he's looking for his photos. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's gonna take me a minute as he's looking for it. Um, what he's explained to me, this location where they have a car show, it's kind of a, a a somewhat new. I mean, to sum it up, he told me there's cars like Lamborghinis, Ferraris, you know, all those you know, fancy imported cars that, you know, generally guys like me that don't know much, but grew up having those posters up on their walls. Um, I myself, you know, I've seen Chris's car in person and it's, it's pretty sweet, but I just not seen a Lamborghini up close and personal. I'd be like, Ooh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. There's been several. Um, Yeah. Is there any DeLoreans there? (laughs) I'm a DeLorean (laughs) back to the future guy.
1: <clears throat> so this was Ooh, there go. this this week or the, no this year's opener okay, which was I think it's like number two in the U.S. It was like fifteen hundred cars in one location. Dear Lord, but I mean they take up several parking lots.
0: When you have to get there. I would imagine if let's say it was open to the public, I'm just throwing a number out there for a time seven o'clock in the morning. You would I would imagine it's about what maybe 30 35 minutes from where we live
1: uh yeah every bit
0: um you would probably have to get there i mean do you do you usually have the same location or where you park your car or with your you know, obviously with your net tight of phones or
1: <laughs> yeah we try to but it goes fast like we usually get started at six in the morning
0: not to take away the cars but i obviously have more of a <laughs> Well, yeah, Ooh, he's smart because he knows coffee. Where does the coffee fit into this?
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I'm thinking it's just a like they a C and C.
0: But is there actually?
1: they just, just wanted something catchy, you know. No, there's coffee okay. there. It's not Dunkin' Donuts,
0: uh, I'll manage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, anytime Chris sees me in person, I pretty much have a, a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> See, I I drive responsibly with what I'm drinking.
1: Playing into the whole, these are the emblems that I had made.
0: Oops, sorry. I was actually pulling up my calendar for July. I think I, it's not marked on. <sighs> so I'm pretty sure i okay. There's the emblems. I'm so, ooh, that's on your car. Hmm. Oh, that is cool as hell. Now, do you have the traditional sticker, you know, that I shouldn't say? But uh, yeah, I think all Meyer fans, when I'm talking about that white sticker, I thought Zach gave me one of those. Where the hell did I put it at? for like a father's Day present it's like you know the the half you know the white mask oh yeah you should see him on cars uh,
1: i know what you're talking about yeah i wanted to kind of keep it classy i guess i understand
0: uh, if if i had my when we were i, I think i talked to you about better off dead uh john cusack movie a classic cult classic uh, comedy um you uh, are you want to show your license plate there Chris Oh, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, let me know now. I could blur it out. Um, I, don't, I don't mind. John Cusack. You'll, you, you'll only find me in Mexico. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. We discussed that in episode one, how he was racing cars in Mexico. <laughs> but John Cusack Kiwana. had like a 67 or a 69 or 68. I'm no expert. At the time, I was a teenager. I knew what a 67 compared to a 69 Black Camaro, and there was like no pinstriping on that car, and I'm like, "Yeah, don't put any pinstriping on that black beast." Yep, yeah, I could see that. You don't need a little ghostly image of, well, a ghost face of a certain Myers. The engines really where I I love to be. Now, see, that's where I really, really get lost, especially today compared to not that I knew my way around a damn engine before. I mean, I knew how to jump, you know. If someone needed a jump, yeah. But today, I look underneath the hood. And I'm like, "Well, where the hell's the damn engine at?" You know?
1: You know, there's so many electronics and everything, sensors everywhere. It's just
0: that being said, I asked you last week. I talked about four cylinders. I was trying to use that analogy. Apparently, a four cylinder analogy is much different today than it was, let's say, 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. you know, I'd use like a eight. You know, cylinder. compared, I mean, if, explain to me like I'm in, uh, in third grade. Why is a four cylinder today? I but more powerful. I'm. If that does that make any sense?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's really about power to weight. If you have something that only weighs like three thousand pounds, okay. and you have another car that weighs four thousand pounds, it's gonna I, I need less power to be as fast as that other car. So me putting down 400 wheel horsepower is going to be, I mean, you know, scat packs, V8s, a whole bunch of other cars that are especially Dodges right now, but they're pretty much equal. So you think of V8 and you think like, well, that's a Hemi, that's, you know, that's several horsepower. Well, I don't need that as much because I only weigh 3,000 pounds.
0: Would the technology of today with, com- obviously, computers are practically in everything. Would that have something mm-hmm. to do with it as well?
1: Pretty much buying this car, it comes with 306 as, as is. Is that
0: 306? That, no, that is like what the standard engine model size is what you're referring to? or No, that's horsepower. horsepower. Okay.
1: Gotcha. 306 and 310 torque right out of the box. But then you start getting into all the electronics and all the tuning, and you can pretty much add 80 to 100 horsepower without doing that much. To wow. It.
0: Now, it being obviously, it's like summer started like that here recently. I can remember back when I was a teenager, if you had a four-cylinder car, like an Escort, if you tried to run the air condition, you lost a lot of power. Seriously. (laughs) um, Not that you had a lot of power before, but um, imagine driving. Okay, let's say you're going to this car show, and you're on 75 South, and you're going up that hill as you're coming up to 725. Now, Uh imagine say 1986 you're driving up that same hill in a ford escort and it's 91 degrees outside and you've got ac now to you did seriously you'd lose power you trying to get up that hill It was almost like you were pulling a trailer like you're a semi truck driver i got you now okay. today i'm i'm gonna have to take you for it right yeah definitely so i would imagine today in a four-cylinder <laughs> that issue does not exist you know, like in your no. car, obviously. I mean, yeah, no no kidding. It doesn't exist. You've got, obviously, it's not just a toy, it's got some serious horsepower to it. Uh-huh. But yeah, you would literally uh-huh. feel it. A passenger in the back seat, you would feel if you turn on the AC, like, oh crap, it's going to take us a while getting up this hill. <laughs> it, it's amazing. <laughs> wow, technology. So no, for wrong. me,
1: I mean, maybe if I, maybe one or two horsepower. <laughs> Having the, having the AC on, I mean... But you don't, yeah. It's, it's it's not noticeable.
0: Man, that's where technology... See, I'm one of those old farts that say I miss the good old days where we didn't have the, the cell phones and stuff like that as a part of our ritual of going out, having a good time. But mm-hmm. as an old fart, I could appreciate this today where it's, let's say, 91 degrees outside, and I'm driving a four-cylinder car. I want to crank on that AC. Yeah, I know it's going to suck the gas up, but... <clears throat> You know, that's what you work the overtime for so you can afford that gas for the AC, I guess. I I don't know. I just I mean the the equivalent
1: in a V eight, getting the horsepower numbers that I'm I'm currently at, they're usually around like maybe eighteen as far as gas mileage. I mean, I'm at thirty two. Wow. It's just different.
0: (laughs) That's that's let's face it, that's that's a huge difference as we all I think there's not a person out there that doesn't drive a car or that's not responsible or at least responsible for paying for fuel. That doesn't understand the difference there. I mean, that, 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 yeah, that's a huge difference not to change subjects, but you and I were talking before we were, um, we were, we were, I used, to, I mean, we could talk more about the cars here on this particular episode, but uh, I, you know, I also wanted to bring up the, you suggested uh, the idea of masks again.
1: I don't think we're ever going to get away from it. I mean, it's what we love. So I would definitely understand if we want to take it in that direction.
0: How is your, uh, now granted, I seen it recently, but uh, you don't have to, you know, bring it around the corner and all that, but how is your your blank, the, what is it, the beginning once again? I can never remember the name of that mask that we most recently got. Uh, how, are you, how are your feelings on it? Are you, are you feeling pretty good about how the results are turning out so far?
1: Yeah, I gotta get some weathering on that. I gotta, I gotta darken it up a little bit. It's, I wanted more of a white, and then I wanted to weather it down a little bit. But right now it's just white.
0: Last weekend we decided to work on these masks a little bit more, and we started working on our uh, those masks a little bit. And Chris and I are going at it uh, different directions, which is there's, I think. I know for a fact, I talked to you about this and I I guess this is a great way to bring it up. Let's face it. You get on Instagram, Facebook or whatever, all social media platforms out there. And there's so many Meyer masks out there. Just like, as you look behind Mm -hmm. Chris there, he's got an amazing collection right there. And not one of them looks exactly the same. Not one of them. That's just silly. Now of course now I'm looking. I'm trying to look at my camera. Now, um, if you put mine right next to his, we're going at it a different, uh, a different uh, approaches, I guess you could say. His is a, he, mm-hmm. he's got his. He's focused on making his more like a. I guess you could say more like a clean version.
1: Yeah, I feel like for me, I have so many dirty H ones. I kind of just wanted to see just a pristine, just white. Mask.
0: I guess what my point of it is, there's trying to avoid not to, you know what, burp. Which I feel coming on. <laughs> there's no You're wrong gonna have way that. of doing it. it uh, seriously, there's not. So, if you yourself are, let's say, you buy your first blank, because they are available from like uh, Simon here. I know. I think mm-hmm. I've seen him posting it here recently. How he's got some available. Of course, at If uh, I can always put the link to that video where I did the unboxing. I think there, I could be wrong. I'm going to have to look into it more, but I thought I seen something about an H4 as well, but my, I guess what my point of it is, don't be afraid to just try to make it your own. If it's, trust your instincts as you're painting this ma- your mask, whether it's a rehaul or not. If it starts going and wonder, just keep on going with it. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, mine right now is not nearly as white as what Chris mm-hmm. is doing with his. Because um, I'm trying to, I don't know, I'm going with the concept of um, I want white. I still want to see some flesh in it. And I'm weathering it. I'm just going with it. I'm just seeing how the results turn out. I mean, chances are the next time I touch it, I'm obviously going to, you know, seal it up again. Um, and then I'm going to I think I did put some white on yeah I did I did see I'm I'm technically away from it Chris is right around the corner from this mask of mine that I'm talking about so when I look at it I'm doing it a different perspective this time before I would always just walk into the next room and take a look at what I've been working at now I literally I look at it with fresh eyes and it's like it's kind of nice in all honesty it really is to be away from a mask you're working on (laughs)
1: <laughs> and you can't you know follow the same formula yeah. as everybody else i mean it's, it's just that's gonna we've seen it so many times guys getting burned out at that yeah you know you can't cookie cutter the mask really you really can't it's just sucking all the fun out of it and just man you should just be ballsy
0: yeah <laughs> just just do I think it. after we experienced the eye cutouts yeah. I, now I just feel like everything is downhill from there. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. I had, ha- I had,
1: I had had a few beers. I'll, I'll be honest. I, I was, <laughs> but you know, I was just, I just kept looking at it and just thinking, you know, when you get to the point where you just get sick of looking at something, and you're just like, fuck it.
0: If only there was like a fly or a, a camera in the corner. <laughs> if you were just focusing on the subject idea, I, I just kept on like going back to oh, that's not a good reference. Like I kept, on, I could, I could feel, I could feel your nervousness yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, I, I this. just, I was trying so hard to not, cause I've seen so many and this is no disrespect to anybody out there. That's done it, but I've seen so many eye cutouts where they've just, they cut it way too big and every Meyer mm-hmm. fans knows that, if you screw up those eye cutouts, if it's way yeah, too big, <laughs> you might as well make it into something else. Um, but, uh, my you experience know. from this and from the past, you don't necessarily try to make it look exactly like some of the photos you see from the guys out there that's been doing this for a long time. Uh, we'll use uh, James Carter. I must. He must get tired of hearing his own name, JC.
1: Oh God, no doubt.
0: JC is like frigging Apple. You know, once Apple does something, everybody else has got to do what Apple's doing. I, it's just how it is. God, I could start going down rabbit holes of different analogies all the time.
1: No, definitely respect where it's due. Yeah, for sure.
0: But then I see so many other artists out there that are that are in their 20s right now or their early 30s and they are they're getting it down. Of these eye cutouts just alone and it's just it's I, I i tell you what chris i cannot wait until we can get i don't want to jinx it but i don't see how on earth i can i cannot wait till we can get somebody on here with us who's actually a more experienced um like either a finisher a maker mm-hmm. or you know not necessarily someone who does rehauls i'm not trying to shun rehauls uh but i i really want to talk to somebody that knows their stuff when it comes to you know i don't want to bore them with stupid questions but i I just would love to i I think it'd be a good thing for others as well pick the brain
1: yeah i got you pick the brain you know i'd love to talk to is uh who's been kind of killing it lately is rodney parm have you seen his stuff lately
0: i maybe i have i've been you know to be honest with everyone out there that's possibly listening or watching right now i have been fixated on getting a podcast started so i, did, I haven't seen any that's i right. haven't been seeing any white masks here like because i figure once this gets going i'll be dabbling in that rabbit hole again so now you have to send me a link it. to his uh images or or you know it, i'm sure you'll find on instagram or facebook because i I can't live on it.
1: Yeah, I've kind of been, I've kind of been putting that in your hands. <laughs> I just, I'm kind of hands off with that. I'm like, I'll, oh, I mean, I'll, I'll buy a new mic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you're already buying. Yeah, Chris is his camera is gonna look. Um, he's getting a Sony. What is it? A Sony A fifty one hundred.
1: Fifty one hundred. Yeah. I'm excited for that, and I don't even. That, it's a know. good
0: camera. I mean, Sony. They're they're the top of the line of cameras right now for. Any YouTuber out there, you know, period, or not just YouTubers, but you know,
1: I don't know jack shit about it. I'm just, I'm like, I'm kind of like, that's cool. Maybe I'll learn some yeah, shit.
0: Mirrorless, uh, <laughs> you know, w- w- once again, it's that ballsiness. Did you find out what the size <laughs> of the sensor is on that camera? Uh, if not, I'll talk to you about it later. It's really not that important.
1: Yeah. I don't even know what that means. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. It's
0: about <laughs> DSLR, how they're not mirrorless and all that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah yeah that's that's you know what folks if there's two people that are watching this down the road if you're like what the hell is he talking about sensors and mirrorless and all that if you're actually are curious as chris is going to be messing around with it more, we could actually talk about that when it comes to random shit down the road too because i'm sure that if you are wanting to take more photos or videos of your own masks you might want to say well damn kind of camera you know what use the camera that you got seriously cameras are expensive as hell and it doesn't matter how expensive your camera is if you don't know how to use that camera your your photos or videos are not gonna look that good sorry but it's just a fact it's just like if chris said, okay here's my car i need you to fix it i don't know what the hell to do (laughs) Now, thankfully, I know how to drive a manual transmission, but uh, yeah, I was taught that way. If you're going to learn how to drive a car, you're going to learn how to drive a stick before you drive an automatic. But that's those were the, the those days. Today, here in the um, United States of America, I don't there. I think there's more. That's where we're lazy. Most European. That's a good rule. Yeah, they they're all from what I understand. Most European countries is man, or yeah manual transmissions. So everyone should know. Yeah, you should. It's a piece of cake everyone it's
1: uh, I will not there's so many automatics nowadays and it's like I cannot compare the experience of driving I I, I respect everybody's car builds and everything like that but I can't compare an automatic to a manual I just can't do it it's just such a different experience to me
0: it is um, that's definitely where I have enough I mean I most since the age of 16 when i first started driving because i had to because my first job was working at a dealership washing cars i was a lot tech and i was told you're gonna have to learn how to drive stick shift if you're gonna do this job you're gonna have to of course i really didn't get it out of second gear because i'm driving cars in a parking lot but yeah and most of my cars were stick shifts and as you get older driving stick shifts all the time it's, I think you are rewarded with oh, finally I get an automatic, <laughs> but that's a different <laughs> animal, really. But if you are going to have a muscle car, no oh, man, don't get an automatic. Yeah, it's just I, you, you
1: know they say it. They say it's faster, but I I just uh, the experience. A NASCAR for me.
0: driver, do you see driving an automatic?
1: They got yeah, they got the the slap, um, but man, it's like a Formula One. It's just the experience for me, you know. I can't, I can't get over it. It is faster though. It, uh, they've, they've proven it like CVT transmissions and everything else. It is faster. I just
0: feel like you have more control with that. I mean, you know, the funny thing of it is I granted, I don't miss it, but we, uh, when I used to work for a contractor through FedEx grounds, and I'm not there anymore, but it was grounds. Cause you work for a contractor. Uh, the con- the Ooh. contractor had what we called Bertha. And ironically, at that time, not all of our drivers, his drivers, could drive a manual transmission. And I had to drive Big Bertha, and I'm not going to get into that story because that was uh, – but I had to drive it through one particular summer where I had a tip city route. And when you're getting in and out of a car every tenth of a mile, or I'm sorry, the truck, the step truck – and you drive that that big old, you know. Uh-huh. It's just I was, it's exhausting driving a five speed in a step truck, you know, in a small town where you're constantly getting out of the truck all the time. Um, but yeah, that's that's something different because you're not driving one of those things because you know, it's fun. It's it's not, it's just a big box truck to, to hold packages and it's an but oven. That's your, but that's your but that's your leg workout for the day. I was much thinner than back then too. <laughs> <laughs> My left leg was very strong with that. Well, and I'm also an old school guy that if you are driving one of those older beasts, you know, you use the clutch mm-hmm. just to start. And then you basically, as you get going down the road, you're speed shifting. Mm. Okay. Speed shifting. Yeah, that's uh that's an old terminology that even truck drivers did back in the day, which obviously a lot of truck drivers today, from what I understand, you have two options now for class A. You could have your endorsement where you know how to drive a manual transmission, or you don't. That that oh, yeah. to me is like mind blowing. Because I grew up in an era where a truck driving. In other words, I just heard like three years ago that there a lot of them are are automatic transmission. I'm like, what? No shit. Yeah. A lot of diesel trucks that handle pace, basically pulling a trailer. You know, people say it 18-wheeler, well, it's basically you. They, in other words, this is what a truck driver technically would call. I'm not a truck driver. I'm a trailer driver. Mm. And those were 10 <laughs> okay. speeds. Some of them were actually 12 speeds at times. Mm. And for years, it was always a manual transmission because of the size of the transmission alone. You had your higher and low gears. And you had to basically downshift and all that. I mean, you really had to watch your tact and all that and your speeds because of the weight. <clears throat> But here today, uh, there's a lot of trucks. Volvo is one of them, uh, especially Volvo. I think it was the first one. I could be wrong, but I think were the first trucking or trucking company or trans that made uh, manual transmissions. So, on one hand, it's good because there's a, obviously a lot of new truck drivers out there that are terrible at it. Because a lot of trucking companies that t- that you go to these schools, they throw people. They just want to get them like in a revolving door, in and out real quick. You really don't get much experience. So you got these young okay. truck drivers that usually get in more wrecks, and sure enough, if they're setting out a light and they're not as comfortable with that transmission, if it's a manual transmission, they may roll back into, like, say, your car <laughs> oh, with these manual. It, it's manual. Oh, yeah,
1: man. I've seen that a lot. It's all on now. But with the automatics,
0: <laughs> that trailer's not going to roll back like they used to. So, hey, I actually brought some analogy to the auto industry here, but it's with trucking. Yay.
1: It all it's I drive a truck too. It's all right. It's all automobiles.
0: Sadly, folks. Maybe that way
1: we should call it horror automobiles, music, and some random yeah. shit.
0: And I'm trying my best to look up here.
1: <laughs> but I I try and then I then I, then I do this, you know.
0: <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I'll watch YouTubers that have that got that, you know, silver or gold YouTube. You know, plaque behind to show up. Hey, look at me! I've got ten thousand subscribers or a million subscribers. But you'll notice that if they're looking to a camera with the viewfinder, they're always okay. Here's my phone right there. I'm looking at the lens, mm-hmm. but this doesn't have a viewfinder. If I had, once you get your uh, your Sony, you, you may know what I'm talking about.
1: Yes, it's got the flip up screen that I can. Yeah, okay. you
0: may not do it, but if what it's to the side. You'll see some of these so-called experienced, you know, YouTubers, they're constantly looking at themselves while they're talking to you, your the viewers, and it drives me nuts when they're doing this. I'm like, would you look into the lens, please?
1: <laughs> it's so hard. Like I'm, I'm trying to train myself, but it's so hard to just stare into a, a black lens. Especially with your with your screen right here. I'm like, I, I feel like I'm talking to you. And then it's like, oh, shit. It is,
0: it's more challenging <laughs> with these. Because it's, it's if you're like me, you have your camera. Like, right now, you can't justify it. But here's the top of my, using my laptop. And uh-huh. if I was using the webcam for that, it'd basically be right there. But my phone does up there. So I'm trying to respect the viewers. By looking into it, yeah. More, but yeah, I'm the same way. I'm looking. I'm technically looking at myself right now when I was bitching about these experienced YouTubers. Hi, my name is Sammy, welcome to my YouTube channel. Today, we're going to do a tutorial on how to put makeup on your ass crack. If we're just audio, I mean, that's going to be. It's going to be so right. many I... options out here. It's, this is going to be a lot of fun because we're going to be the kings <laughs> of podcasters in this part of Ohio, whether they like it or not.
1: We stand on the shoulders of of the, the Ohioans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that I think this is a good way to end this particular episode. Episode two, episode three should be a winger, that's for sure. A winger, God, that was that's that's an '80s reference. The band Winger.